Welcome to Mind Over Matter, where we feature young Jamaicans who are shooting for the stars. I'm your host, Margaret Boyne. Today, we step into the fascinating world of clay shooting through the eyes of a remarkable 16-year-old. She has won 17 awards from the National Shotgun Championships, including Ladies National Champion, three medals at the World English Sporting Clay Championship, and several others. With parents who have also written their names in the history of clay, she steps onto the range with a legacy to uphold and a future to define. We unravel the secrets behind her success. My guest is Aliana McMaster. Welcome to Mindover Matter, Aliana. Thank you for having me. Congratulations. You are the first Jamaican female to win a shooting medal in any category in Europe at the World English Sporting Clay Championships in England. Now, how does it feel to have accomplished this and you're just um, 16 years old? I feel like I can't even process how big of a deal this really is. Because to me, it's just a next achievement that I have attained. So it's not that I don't appreciate what I've done or I'm not, I'm not grateful, but I just don't think I see how big of a deal this really is. So, <laughs> honestly, so honestly, it feels good because I, I'm very proud of myself. And it's very few times where I feel very accomplished when it comes to certain achievements, that especially in shooting. So I'm, I've been really proud of this accomplishment specifically but many persons are not familiar with clay shooting I myself wasn't can you tell us a little about it sure um so basically um clay shooting there's different types it's normally known as skeet but skeet is a different concept than sporting clay but really and truly it's all shooting the same clay targets with a shotgun so um there's different types there's um it's kind of like there's different principles. So there's skeet, which is basically kind of like a, a semicircle with eight stations. You'd shoot the same birds all um, throughout all eight stations in a semicircle. And there's a high house and low house, and that's your pair. Um, sporting clay, you'd have different stations. And um, you'd basically be shooting pairs at those stations where it's just two birds coming out. And they'd give you the menu with what you're going to shoot and um, how it's going to be sh shot. So basically... What I mean by what I mean by that is basically a report pair or a true pair, and a report pair is basically when one one bird comes after the other, and a true pair is when both birds fly at the same time. And then there's others like five stand and feet ask, and it goes on. Okay, and when you say birds, these are not live birds, right? <laughs> no, these are not live birds. These are simply just targets that we call birds. So, um, you're shooting at a moving target. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, so so would you say then that speed and accuracy has to match? I think that speed for sure. Um, accuracy mm -hmm. comes um comes into play more when it's um when there's distance. So mm -hmm. the farther the target is, the more accurate you have to be and able to even get a chip off of that bird. Rather than you could really be way off of the bird, but if it's really close to you, chances are it will still break. Okay. Would you say, or w would I be right then if somebody said that you're a sharpshooter? <laughs> that would be true. I I do take the compliment <laughs> that, it, that it does come around quite often. So okay, yeah. <laughs> so so how did you get into clay shooting? 
Um, I actually got into it because of my parents. So my dad started through a friend and then my mom started and then my sister started and my other sister and then me because actually it came from a shoot. We were coming back from a shoot that we normally go to yearly. Um, that was the Driftwood shoot. I don't remember what year, but I was like, I'm tired of spectating. I'm tired of just following <laughs> you guys around in the car. I'm tired of doing all of this. So if I'm going to be here, I might as well do something. <laughs> right. so, and so I started off in grade five and then that was in the January and by the February I had my first lesson. In grade five? Yes. Okay. So that means that you were probably nine or so? Um, Around 10, turning oh, 11. So so were you able to manage that that shotgun? <laughs> Wasn't it bigger than you were? <laughs> That's that's actually why I didn't start sooner. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. I was I was willing, but my mom especially didn't want me to because I was just a lot smaller than everybody else, really. Oh. So they were like, "Oh no, it's gonna hurt! It's gonna hurt!" <laughs> and even when I did start, they were still worried. I mean, yeah, it gives you a little bit of bruising if you're smaller, but you get used to it. You don't really feel the pain after. It's like every other sport, really. Yeah. Like every pain, every sport's gonna come with some sort of like fatigue or something like that so um you you get used to it it doesn't hurt anymore unless you actually do something wrong which is like every other sweat like I said so what what kind of shotgun do you use usually so I I use in competition I use an f3 blazer over and under which is just basically a fancy way of saying a manual gun (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so yeah So you mentioned your parents. Your father is Ray McMaster and your mother is Wendy McMaster, who they're also national champions. So tell us about, I mean, the learning opportunities that they have provided you with. I think that them shooting has a lot to do with my own success in the sport currently. Um, they do give a lot of guidance and a lot of parents won't be able to understand really what the child would need to hear in that instance. So my mom does a lot of the um, encouragement part and a lot of the mental um, strength, basically. I mean, my dad does it too, because we do have our own friendly competition in practice <laughs> where we both build our mental strength and pressure each other. And, and it's very fun. But my mom, um, she can see when I'm kind of tearing down mentally in the middle of the tournament. She's very encouraging and she really helps me to push through. And my dad will be more on the um, like the technique side almost. Mm-hmm. And kind of he will also talk to me a lot about mental, um, mental strength as well. But uh, a lot of the time I normally practice with him. I basically almost everything related to shooting with him so mm-hmm. yeah they play a big part in my whole journey okay so so both your parents are on the 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 jamaican team as well well they were on the team for the world english so yeah okay so how, how does that feel i mean going to this championship with your both your parents uh you know they're they're on the same team well, it was um, it was nice to see everybody dress up really, <laughs> so we could take nice family pictures along with yes. my sister that was also on the team. <laughs> so that was a good photo op opportunity. So, um, for the family, but um, normally when we go overseas, I'm traveling with both parents anyway, so it almost mm-hmm. just felt like a next like family trip for us okay. because 
um, other other than the squadding that they had because if you're on a team representing a country for that um, championship, you have to squad with your team only. Mm. And um, if your team isn't big enough, then um, you're mixed with other people that aren't a part of it. Okay, so having such well-known um, parents in the sport, is that added pressure or motivation? Um. It was more of a motivation for me because it was always like, oh, it's so cool you see your mom um, achieve so many things, you see your dad achieve so many things. And it's, it's like you kind of went in growing, like everybody knew who your parents were. Mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like anybody had an expectation of me until I started performing myself. So now it's kind of like um, a pressure of, oh what is she gonna shoot this time or whatever like people are always like kind of checking the scores yeah. and whatever so that they can kind of keep up and just yes. basically following how I'm performed mm-hmm. so it's more that oh people are gonna always be coming up to me saying what do you shoot what do you shoot um or sometimes they ask what my parents shoot as well <laughs> a lot of the time depending on the whole situation of that specific tournament still acts yes so competing against your mother no um, can you tell us of any memorable moment then when you and your mother went head and head and who won? <laughs> um, there, okay, so normally I think the more intense times are when we're in the middle or like coming closer to the end of the um, 100 bird like rotation. And normally my dad would be the one to check the scores between us. <laughs> Because personally, I, I'm not looking at any scorecard. I'm not looking at my dad. I'm not looking at anyone. Right. I'm looking at mine. So he'd normally be the one. And I kind of like, once I see him doing that, yeah. like I can kind of pick up on what he's doing. And, so, and sometimes like, sometimes I won't know specifically, but I'll know that it's close. And I know she knows that it's close yeah. as well. So then that can kind of build um untold tension basically between the two of us. And it's mm. not like, it's not for the other person to do worse. It's just for us to do better, basically, in the sense where, so that we just don't mess up for our own. So it's not for the other per other person's like, um, like, of worse, basically. It's just so that we can put in a better score at the end of the day. Um, other than that, an evident one. I don't. I didn't feel any tension in this instance, but we did have a shoot off last year where we went, I think, for ladies first in a sub-event. And I think I did win that shoot-off. So. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> so. I'd love to see both of you in action, man. You need to invite me one of these days. <laughs> sure, I definitely will. <laughs> so do you have the same technique? Or... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> because I think... Especially in Jamaica, where the culture is for shooting, it's more uh, bird bush oriented mm. because I feel like more people go, more people put in the effort and have more interest in the actual, um, just like the whole lime of bird bush and the enjoyment and the adrenaline that goes behind it, rather than taking sporting play seriously. Mm. So I feel people adapt their own kind of method of shooting, and some work for some, some don't work mm-hmm. for some. And um, I kind of just take my methods inspired by um, basically more professional shooters in America. I currently, I'm currently doing lessons with Wendell Cherry. So he's the main person guiding me right now in how mm-hmm. to shoot really and how to be better and more consistent. 
Um, my mom does also take lessons from him as well, but she also does like a mixture of um, Bill Maguire, who is also a very um, good professional shooter. When was the first time you represented Jamaica? And old, oh. how old were you at the time? Um, officially representing Jamaica, I would say um, last year, because okay. that would have been for, you say that you, you know, you go for the team. So then mm-hmm. you say you represent Jamaica, but obviously when people ask, oh, where are you from? You're from Jamaica. And then when you perform, so I'm kind of known as like, oh, I'm um, the girl from Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I went overseas, really, that would be um, maybe 20 21 I think mm. and that was only two years ago so 14. Mm. How do you mentally prepare though for competitions? Um, A lot of m- mental preparation that goes into it is just um, kind of avoid thinking about like the whole weekend because you don't want to get into your head and then you're automatically going to start building expectation of yourself and then mm-hmm. you end up over trying. So then everything from the week before, even the day before, has a domino effect on what happens in the actual um, sporting clean match. So a lot of the times um, when I was at least coming up to this point, now it doesn't really work so much, <laughs> but um, I normally would just, completely forget all about it i just put it at the back of my mind it would be the last thing i'm like oh yeah i have to go shoot tomorrow and then i'd forget mm-hmm. about it and then i'd be like okay let's go shoot and i go shoot and that was it but mm-hmm. now the stake kind of raise every time you go to shoot because you're progressing as a shooter and you're becoming better mm-hmm. so then the mental aspect of it becomes a lot harder mm-hmm. and um that's currently something that's that I'm really working on now and that's has a big part of being, being consistent so now mental preparation goes kind of just reminding myself of things I already know mm-hmm. and especially to keep calm and relaxed and stay focused because mm-hmm. because otherwise if you don't really keep focused on what's in front of you you're gonna mm-hmm. miss it completely tell me a little about your training regimen how frequently do you have to practice and so on so um with my schedule now it's once a week that can give you a lot of steady progress but Mm -hmm. um to compete where i want to be you'd have to be shooting as much as possible really but Mm -hmm. unfortunately once to twice a week is as much as i can get in especially with um school starting Mm -hmm. to really pressure down now since i'm going into fifth form and um so once a week really is ideal at least but twice a week mm-hmm. will be the picking up like pace for going into season or preparing for a big event or just even to work on something so that I can help progress faster and build that kind of technique or knowledge really mm-hmm. that, I, that I have recently learned. You're, you'll be going into fifth format campaign. So how have you been balancing school and, you know, playing the sport? Um, it's very difficult because for my sports, I have to literally be outside of the country for mm-hmm. me to represent um, for that period of time because I can't leave for the weekend to shoot 600 birds. Like, that's not possible in the two-day span besides I'd get worn out. So I'd have to leave from 
the Tuesday to start shooting Monday. Mm. I mean, to start shooting Wednesday. Wednesday. And a lot of a lot of teachers are not happy about that. <laughs> they do all. not want you. They do not want you missing your classes. Sometimes, sometimes they'll be like, "Okay, well, you have to get this assignment done now." Or, and I'm, I kind of already knew that because I wanted to. I have to maintain uh, my grades, otherwise mm. I won't perform well at my already academically competitive school, and I won't maintain the average that I already have for me to continue going on the trips because mm-hmm. uh, my parents will not allow <laughs> not yes. allow shooting to take over my life no matter what <laughs> education will always come first and yeah. I will never be able to get out of that so, <laughs> so you'll be doing CSEC soon so do you have to to kind of cut Sorry. down on 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 shooting unfortunately by quite a bit so um <laughs> i have to really see at first at first how it started when i was going away um my i think any my start of third form year or end of second form i w- i left twice one was during a holiday and um one was during one was during the week but that was fine because it was only a one-time thing in third form at the end of third form maybe like january going down to almost May I left I think one week for almost every month and Mm -hmm. I think I left two weeks actually in February so that caused a real struggle in maintaining school especially Mm -hmm. since online school was the thing back then so Mm -hmm. that was and that was not an ideal mode of school either so Mm -hmm. it was very difficult to keep up with that as well so um now um doing it in fourth form third form and fourth form has shown me that they are not the same mm. and um especially all the things all the knowledge you learn in fourth form will relay on into fifth form so everything will have to cut down by at least half of what I'm mm. doing so maybe I'll get to go for three if I'm lucky for the year mm. okay. um, hopefully hopefully there will be some after CSEC that I can go to so mm. it, it will be very tragic for me have you have you thought about your career path I mean, what we um, yeah, I have. I I'm gonna study business with culinary to back mm. that up, and um, I think I'll probably go into like more of advertising and uh, marketing, mm. probably when when it comes to business side. But I'm not completely sure. But I know that's the direction I'd like to go in. Mm. You know, what is your ultimate goal in clay shooting? Honestly, to get as good as I could possibly be to just unlock my full potential because some people don't reach that to that point and it's not about any making money or um or just being like beating everybody or whatever it's just just to see how far I can go personally because that's all it's really about that's all you can control do you have any advice for anyone who wants to start out in clay shooting um sure I would say that even if you think that you can't aim or anything like that it's really not about aim whatsoever and all you really need to do is go and try and see if you like it and once you do just keep being consistent once a week will get you a far way and once you really start to take it seriously I think you should take the necessary steps for you to progress further but really and truly all you really need to do is just start anybody can do it okay 
What do you think, though, Aliana, has been the reason for your success in the sport? Um, I have been told that natural ability plays a big part in it. Um, I was recently told that by my coach. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of discipline because if you're not um if you're not disciplined, especially um mentally, so in a sense where you don't self-motivate yourself to go further, mm-hmm. I don't think that you'll be very successful in the sport really because it takes a big part of you and it it really forms you as over time into a very common mature person a lot has to do with self-discipline and as well as um support from my parents that plays a big part too because when you when you're shouting down place or for the rage and saying oh i don't want to do this anymore i can't do this or whatever they're the ones saying well you're gonna do it anyway and mm-hmm. you're gonna <laughs> learn from this so mm-hmm. support and discipline plays a huge part mm-hmm. well i'm giving you a chance to 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 thank anybody who has helped you um, along this journey um i'd like to thank my parents and <laughs> 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 they're really without them i probably wouldn't be in the sport so i really have to thank them a lot and Honestly, they're probably the best set of parents for for me and I couldn't ask for any better. And I'd like to thank my coach, Wendell Cherry, because he's played as well a big part in um, me developing my knowledge about the sport and how to go about certain things that will that you will face in the sport. So, um, yeah, I'd also like to thank... Um, Sean, that's was that was my coach before Wendell. He mm. he definitely um put some solid foundation okay. into the whole shooting, um basically in just the basics of what I needed to know and where I needed to go. He really guided that very smoothly and um yeah. It was great talking to you. Um, I also learned a lot about clay shooting when I decided to interview you. I had to really do some research on this thing. But um, it was great talking to you. And um, I'll be watching you and, you know, watching how you progress. And I want to wish you all the best in, in fifth form, your CSEC year. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. I really appreciate this opportunity. Yeah.